Welcome to a podcasting with Bree or podcasting with Brianna Coleman, podcasting with Boss Lady Slate LLC, whichever one you choose to say. So, here we go. Today, we're talking about rape, y'all. Listen, I'm not going to really uh, dig too deep into it because you all that have been following me for a while, you know my backstory. You know, that's the reason why I even formed Boss Lady Slate LLC was for me to start, you know, telling my story. And I start off with the blog. So, you know, all that. And, you know, my first book I ever wrote was about me basically acknowledging what happened. OK, that was my the start of my healing. OK, so we're going to briefly talk about it. Um, I was uh, molested by my brother. OK, um, this podcast today came about from a woman that um basically said that she was trying to get over the fact of being raped because she's noticing now that she get older that it is you know troubling her and it's stopping her from moving forth with men and just in life in general so people always tell you yeah they was raped and things of that nature but they never really tell you the effect that it has on them or the effect that they endure after this being done to them okay now how it affect me i want to tell you how it affect me and how i begin to heal you will never be fully healed but you can be on the road to you know levelness or you know just being balanced okay now for me um yeah i had to take a pause i really just broke down just then but for me healing was trouble it was troubling to me for the simple fact that um it was my brother who did it to me and when i actually spoke out about it years later nobody uh believed me they was like oh you a liar you a liar and and then it dawned on me and i wanted to really incorporate this and tell this to you guys it's not the fact that nobody knows because they know okay i come from a christian background talking about holy field you know they know it's either they're trying to to basically hold up the family name <laughs> you know my people they out they all live in church they always want to hold up this this fasana as if they got it all together and nothing bad happened to them and their people and if anything bad happened they shun you you know and that's another that's another story because we're going to talk about church hurt we're going to get into that one too but anyhow they basically shun you and make it make it be about you when in reality they want they don't want to face that this was really done by the hands of their loved ones and then too they want to cover it up because they don't want the public to know that listen this happened to them and nobody cared nobody did anything and then you ought to know you must know and understand another reason why they didn't help you or they didn't speak out or or anything like that or stop it is because it's happening to you which means nine times out of ten it happened to one of them <laughs> it's not just no first time it ever happened within the family type of thing that is a lie it is a such thing as generational curses that is a lie 
you're not the first person within your family that this happened to. It had to happen to somebody else for it to be a receipt or a repeated cycle within your family. Okay, people don't just do things one time, or it just don't happen to one person within that whole you know community or within whole that whole family. Okay, somebody had did it to this person. This person either you know became the victimizer or have the victim mentality okay if it's the victimizer they're going to victimize victimize another family member and it goes on and on and on and on so i don't want you to feel like it was your fault or like you know anything you wore was the reason it happened to you because believe me <laughs> i've been through all of that i was like maybe it's, it's because of what i said or maybe it's because i like to dress nice and i always want my hair to be done or maybe it's because i'm giving off you know a sex symbol you know what i'm saying now when i was a child i, I already knew that it was it was a no-go i'm like seven eight nine years old yeah that 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 was definitely not my fault but it happened to me again later on in life well almost it didn't it didn't occur two other times it almost occurred when i was at school and y'all when i tell you it really bothered me because i was legit i'm gonna tell y'all this story y'all i never told anybody this but um i was legit at school and me I was skipping <laughs> being a couple of my friends or people I thought was my friends we were skipping I was not gonna skip I was going to stay in class but they was just like okay come on with us Bree you know I'm like okay cool let's go and you know we skipping class or whatever we just hanging out in the bathroom and I would never forget this we're hanging out in the bathroom and then it was a dude that came now this dude had been trying to talk to me for a long time um he out like um the street I stay on was a big street kid used to always come down there and play and things like that I never paid no attention because to me you're ugly you're dirty no I never paid the man no attention at all so we in the bathroom chilling or whatever and this thing you know he comes in the bathroom and y'all at the time I didn't really think about what was going on I was just so scared and frightened because as soon as I'm coming out the bathroom stall he's coming in the stall pushing me back in the stall and I'm looking crazy like what the hell and me I'm like okay my friends here I know somebody can help me I know they seen this man coming in his bathroom what in the hell is going on you know but nobody helped me and in fact they set it up mm. jealousy enviousness um basically they set it up found it out later on down the road later on down the road um i remember that day i was supposed to um i was supposed to buy lunch for everybody all of us used to take turns buy lunch for each other well and actually no we didn't i was the only one that would buy pizza for everybody because we didn't like the lunch food it was nasty so i come to school and buy everybody pizza you know i guess you could say i was trying to fit in by buying things for people which another thing that comes from you know a uh, effect because i was bribed with candy or or you know i'll buy you these new shoes and things i buy you this new phone i'll pay your cell phone bill i was bribed with things like that which made me think that was love okay so for me to be accepted i used to always be like okay well if i buy them pizza then they'll like me so 
now meanwhile um somebody was in the other in the stall we didn't know it was two girls that was having sex in the stall and they heard me telling him no and stop and they ran and um they got the dean and the dean came or whatever and um the dean seen him when he had his pants down and he was running out the stall i was fully dressed i was fully dressed my clothes was together i was fully dressed it wasn't nothing you know wrong with me and the dean seen that and i was just standing there scared and i was stuck and the dean was like come on come with me come with me and then the boy ran so the dean already knew it was something that was going on i never said one time i was raped never ever did i say i was raped all i would i didn't say anything the whole time i was in there. i was stuck i was shocked i didn't know what to do what to say um so they basically called my parents or whatever i was stuck i didn't know what to do what to say and long story short when we was leaving i see my mom and my auntie walking and they laughing and kiki and i'm like what so i get home and i asked my auntie boyfriend i was like okay well what they say was going on and he was like oh they said it was a bet it was a bet you mean to tell me somebody bet or somebody was basically pulling one over my eyes. So basically they put me in harm's way and y'all laughing and nobody thought to try to protect me because I could have really been hurt. I was that unprotected by the ones that were supposed to protect me. Hmm, okay. So years later, later down the line, I found out because when I went back to get my purse and my book bag it was gone somebody had stolen my whole book bag in my purse i told you i buy pizza all the time so i had money in my purse and i had a coach purse that my sister bought me it was gone they stole it oh my god later down the line i ran across one of the girls and i noticed the purse like it was like maybe three four years later i noticed the purse y'all <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's first nice, that's cute as a And she was just talking like everything was all good. I'm looking at her like, wow. So long story short, she basically told me that it happened because they was jealous of me. And I was like, wow, you really put me in harm's way because you was jealous of me because y'all liked him. He didn't have no interest in y'all. But yet, he wanted to, you know, have sex with me. Y'all took it as y'all was going to set me up. Wow. <laughs> okay. That's a lesson in itself. Anyways, another incident I'm gonna tell you and then I'm gonna tell you um a few things that how it affect, affect me and then we're gonna get out of here. Oh and I'm gonna tell you um yeah a few ways it affected me and how I healed and we're gonna get out of here. Okay, so another the other uh, the second or well, the third incident was I was about eighteen and um mom and boyfriend, never forget it. I was in the bathroom doing my hair and when you walk in our house it was the living room then when you go to the right it was the kitchen the mom room then when you go to the other side of the house it was um, by the door when you go in to the left it's the hallway my little sister room bathroom my room I'm in our bathroom mama got a bathroom in her own room so he had no business at all being on the side of the house where me and my little sister was no business at all no business so i'm over here in the bathroom doing my hair and once again i was the beauty queen i always wanted to do my hair i like to paint my toes i like for my nails to be done i was the beauty queen baby so i'm in here doing my hair because i look good you can't tell me nothing and 
he walks in, walks behind me, and he he was drunk, y'all. He was pretty pissy drunk. And he rubs his thing against my butt. I slapped him. He looks at me and he throws his head down. He say, I'm sorry. And he walks out the bathroom and goes back down the hallway in the room. I never told my mom what happened till years later, but ever since that happened, I was never there. And that should have been a sign to her, but as mothers, you guys never pay attention to your child. I noticed that. That's why I am like I am with mine. So, how it affect me? I don't trust nobody around my kids. <laughs> I don't let nobody babysit my kids. I have my kids 24-7. And if I do ask somebody to watch them, it's for about two to three hours and I got my kids back. Okay? I rarely be in any type of connection. Or if I do be talking to somebody, it be basically not gonna lie it used to be like sex based you come over we have sex you get out okay i need you gone i need you to come when my kids are asleep i need you to be gone by the time they wake up i don't need them to see you i don't need you to talk to them no you can't meet them i don't want to meet your friends and you're not meeting mine and that's just how it was that's how a relationship was with me i was very closed off i was very cold um I showed no emotions for a long time, y'all. I was very just, just everywhere. You get what I'm saying? And it's crazy because my family thought every time they turn around, they, oh, you pregnant, you pregnant, you pregnant. And they always thought that I was just out here having sex freely and things of that nature. Actually, I wasn't. I was too traumatized to have sex, okay? And as I got older, sex became basically something that I never, I don't want. And even now, it's like, if I have it, yeah, okay, whatever. But I don't want it. I don't, I can, I can go without it. I seriously care. I don't give a damn. You know, I don't care for it. Um, cause, because I have learned that a lot of times people use sex to, to express an emotion when you do not you need sex to express an emotion, okay? When you tell somebody you love them or you're trying to show somebody that you love them, it's a action. And sex is not a action. It is a object. Okay? It is a temporarily fix. It's not internal love. And it took me took me a long time to realize that. But now that I have realized that, baby, I got myself a love back. <laughs> and another thing that how it affects me was I felt like as I got older, when those other two incidents happened to me, it was because I had long, pretty hair, and I was always trying to be pretty. I had to be pretty. Whatever I went, I had to be it. You couldn't tell me nothing. <laughs> and it messed up me. It messed up my personality, who I was, because it turned me into a person where I didn't care how I looked. I didn't used to comb my hair. You know, it's just like whatever. Who, who won't comb my hair for? You know, maybe if I look a mess, then people won't like me. They won't be around me. They don't want to talk to me. Dudes won't like me. Like, I don't care. That was like my attitude. But now, I'm getting my groove back. I am healing how I did it. Saying my affirmations. Okay, nope, I skipped. I skipped a step. Writing down. Okay, I know a lot of people will tell you with a therapist because I went to therapy. I did all that type of thing. And the therapist will tell you, well, you have to address that person. Listen, listen. Don't put yourself back through that trauma, okay? Because by you addressing that person, the person is going to be 
emotionless, cold. Um, they're not going to say, yeah, I did that or, oh, I'm so sorry. Whatever outcome you think you're going to get, you're not going to get it. It's going to be the opposite. So it's definitely going to be the opposite. Okay. So write down how you felt everything you can remember about the incident every time whatever write it all down jot it all down take it in the backyard front yard however you want so you can have a little area in your house listen it doesn't matter how whatever is best for you you take that paper you ball it up you ball it up and you throw it in the trash can and you say i release you or you burn it and say goodbye and let it flow with the wind okay as you start doing that as you start remembering more and more as you start doing it or if it was just that one time and you can't stop forgetting that one time write it down each time each time you go to thinking about it and you finish self self sabotage yourself write it down burn it ball it up throw it away release it release it keep doing it keep doing it i know i know it's gonna hurt you gonna cry keep doing it. don't give up don't give up keep going keep going keep going keep going light your white candles now you did the hard part you released it you released them by you releasing it you forgave that person or them those peoples okay now it's time to build you back up as a woman or as a man because i'm clear be clear this could happen to a man too now start saying your affirmations start journaling just about your day or how you feel you know listen to different frequencies do all that do whatever draw you know uh whatever get in a creative spot dance more listen to music music is the key listen i learned on my spiritual journey the great way the greatest way to heal is listen to that music baby it'll always uplift you put you in a happy move and dancing will create joy happiness listen when you dance and you listen to your music and you vibing it creates such a high vibration listen stay listening to that music stay dancing keep vibing sooner or later you're going to think about it you're going to remember it but it's like oh man whatever forget that that was their fault they was just see shitty ass people you know they was just they just had problems going on with them okay i'm fine i healed myself i'm good now understand I know a lot of people think, well, this person not living their life, they free, and and I got to deal with all this baggage of what they did to me. Listen, 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 listen. No good deed goes unseen. No bad deed goes unpunished. That's it. That's all. On the outside, it might seem like they're laughing, they're playing, they're having a good time. But listen, what you got to understand is the reason they did what they did is because they was already damaged and hurt with inside them. So they felt like, oh, because I'm damaged and now I'm hurt, I want to cause pain and confusion unto somebody else. Because if I if I pass them my hurt and my pain, I'm going to feel better. But the whole time, it ain't doing nothing but make them feel worse. That guilt, that shame. You, you hear me? All it's going to do is break them down even more. So why you thinking they didn't get away, baby? They, why you think? Oh, well, they got away. They did it. 
because every night their guilt is hunting them anybody who knew anybody that was involved the person who did it it eats their tail up when i tell you spirit source god allah most high they gonna tear they ass up he gonna get them you don't have to lift a finger and especially if you doing all you know how to do to heal and move forward oh <laughs> i know somebody who coming to save you i know my god coming to provide okay that's all you need to know baby okay love you bye